Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're brawling this team. The guy yells over the glass. Go back to the NHL, Preston, you loser. Can't even say it with a straight face. It was a good beak when we'd roll into a bigger center. And they'd say, go back to Winyard. Uh, go back to the NFL, where I was making more money and doing better. I'd like to. Thank you very much. <laughs> where I was flying on the charter with the uh, double-wide leather suits and the filet mignon. Yeah. Working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It's hour two. As you can see, we are live in the bunker in the studio. Ryan, don't go anywhere. Please. And thank you. We are populating the desk as we go. And you can bring it on out if you want. Uh, we're back in the bunker trying to make chicken salad out of lemonade. And this is Ryan Baracco, our uh, technical. Thanks, Baracco. I'll tell you what, this things are looking up. How be, how be we do that? Um, yeah. So we're back. See? <laughs> Not looking. We're back in the bunker for a spell, as we like to say. And as we opened this show an hour ago, and I always feel so bad because the people that are listening on the podcast right now, which thousands do daily on Spotify and Apple and so forth, Stitcher, they, they can't see this. But one year ago, we were in this lonesome little studio with not very much on our desk. And how th- three years ago, sorry, when we started this show, 810 episodes ago, and teams started sending us gear. Helmets and bobbleheads and pucks and baseballs and basketballs and you name it. And, uh, and then we took the show out on the road and didn't return for a long time. And you got used to that sort of pardon the interruption split set thing. And now here we are back in the bunker. And people, How about that? Yeah. And people are loving it. And we're going to get to the CFL talk. I see there's a lot of folks watching. And trust me, our, hmm, hour one. Ryan Murray of the Colorado Avalanche was here. Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. We had a wonderful hockey chat with him. Here in hour two, and here he is, Mike Abumeshwick, bouncing into the studio. Come on in. That's the one thing about this show. We don't get too fancy. We don't get fancy around here. Walking right in the middle of the show. Howdy doody. <laughs> Just happened to be a cowboy hat. So that was not mine. Here we go. Mike Abumeshrick, 10-year CFL veteran, joining us. How are you doing, Abu? Are we actually, like, on TV? <laughs> oh, yes. hello. There you are. I understand yes. that you got caught at a train track, a railroad crossing. Yes. The, it's a, uh, welcome to back re- to Regina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a this queen is, city thing. And this is why I'm, I'm never early. I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm always here. If you say 11 o'clock, I'll be here 11 o'clock and 30 seconds. If you say 6 o'clock, I'll be here 6 o'clock and 30 seconds. Not Never early. I can't be early. There's trains. There's a whole schedule of things that I don't know about aimed at making me late for things. So was what I was saying as you were being shown in by Melody is the desk was blank and people are saying, where's all your gear? And specifically, they said, where's your golf ball container holder for your laptop? The boys had it. They found it. And I said, can we hide this with something? It looks a little ranchy. 
to be honest with you. So Ryan ran out this Seahawks helmet. Just happens to be signed by a Super Bowl champ. No big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah, your shoe. Yeah, you can leave your shoe there if you want. There you go. Uh, This DeLorean. Good one, Rod. um, Vladdy Jr., some of Clark's bobblehead toys. Yeah, that's what the moms say. Some of your toys you left behind. Mom, they're bobbleheads. They're collector's items. Yeah, not toys. Yes. So, anyways, you can take the hat off. Ryan ran that hat out, unless you want to keep it on. I prefer that you don't. How are you? Oh, man, topside a wonderful, wonderful day. Whatever that means, great, right? Great weekend. Yeah. Well, the, the viewers are very excited to get into the CFL talk. It was all NHL in hour one with Ryan Murray of the Colorado Avalanche, now CFL. And here we go. Back in the bunker, back here in the rectangle. This was point four of the quick six show topics. I will recap because you missed it. You weren't here. Your week, four, uh, week eight scores in the CFL were these, in no particular order, uh, BC won at home over Hamilton, 32-24. That was the doubleheader, right? Ottawa beat Toronto, 23-13. No, there was a game each night. Winnipeg beat Calgary, 35-28 in Canada's game of the week. And then here in Saskatchewan, Montreal beat Sask, 32-17. And because we're here, and I said the Bomber fans, they really want to talk about their team, yeah. obviously. I'll just interject one thing. I was on a podcast last night with McFly and the Regina Rocket, it's called the Rider Nation Podcast out of Calgary. And they're like, why can't we have a guy like Dalton Schoen? Why can't we have this? I'm like, you had it. The Bombers are the hot girl now at the dance. Cal- they, they just are. Calgary had no idea that the Bombers were the hot girl at the dance. The Calgary showed up to the dance like, oh, look they at... Thought they were the hot Oh, girl. man, I'm yeah. uh, the ugly stepsister. Yeah, that's, that's it. Bombers, they've been the best team for a couple years now. Note to Calgary front runners, except we're not there, so we can talk about them, right? <laughs> you can say whatever you want. I've been saying... They're good. Calgary's good. Calgary's front run, a front-running team. I feel like they've always kind of been that, that way. They're really good when they're ahead, and uh, don't let them get ahead. Um, we'll sprinkle in viewer comments from Don, our Navy friend. He says, Abu, in the Navy, we say, if you're not five minutes early, you're already 10 minutes late. And who also says that? Good Tom Coughlin. Good thing I'm not in the Navy, huh? <laughs> good thing it's not in the Navy. Well, we're not that? in the Navy. <laughs> they used to put me with Mark Parento because Parento would show up to meetings like 25 minutes early, like way before the, the coaches and make them look bad. And I always stroll in like the last, I'm never late. I'm never late except when there's a train. But they'd put us together so we'd kind of equal each other out. You know, everybody thinks that I'm such this erratic renegade, and maybe I am in a way, but I remember 2007, you and that guy, Mark Peronto, coming up to me at the car dealership, remember? Capital. And you guys, you might not have been there, but Peronto was. Great CFL lineman. And he said, you need to give us a show, the Mike and Mark show. Remember that? Oh, hell Abu yeah. Meshrick in Toronto. Yes. And I said, and what are you guys going to do when you cut or get traded away? What are we going to do then? You didn't have a plan for that, did you? Then it would just be the Mike show. <laughs> right. It could have happened, yes. No, then it, was, then, then it manifested into the Mike and Jared Dumba show, and that sucked. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't last long. Well, I don't think people, people don't give you the, I mean, it's a talent, right? I couldn't sit there in the show and let someone else talk because I want to talk. 
Um, it, 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 the, the moderator, is that what you're called? That's a, it's a very, very, uh, it's a the tough host, skill. The host. Yeah, believe it or not, it is tough. Uh, by the way, so here come the Bomber fans. Uh, where are they? They said Shone, which I believe it's Shane, but whatever. John Chan says Dalton Shone is playing himself off the Bomber team and straight into the NFL. Okay. From, I know. From Jack, the Bomber fan, Rod, I really don't think Bo cares who likes him and who doesn't. He, like most of us, keeps his circle tight and the rest doesn't matter. Some people don't like me. Some don't like you. Oh, well. Oh, there's no doubt. I think Bo looks at it a little differently than you and I do, Jack, or even Abu, because I don't think you care who likes you or doesn't. I think Bo uses a lot of that for fuel. But can we just stop on this? Because you're here in the rectangle. Here's the question I got a million times all weekend. Oh. What's wrong with the Rough Riders? And I say, it's not my job to even think about it anymore. But you were a lineman in the CFL. You might have some thoughts on what is wrong with the 4-4 four four Saskatchewan Rough Riders, if anything. I don't feel like people listen sometimes. This is the offense that they have. They want Cody to drop back for eight seconds of protection and then throw it deep to, to Jesus Christ in the end zone. Well, last time I checked, Jesus hasn't played for anybody in 2,000 years. 2,011 years, maybe. Can uh, he get open? Hot take. He can do amazing things. Right. Right? But that's not who we have. That's not the team that we have. We don't have a great offensive line. We, we have some great receivers, but, but, but we have that intermediate team. Cody, Cody doesn't have that huge arm. Like, he's not Matt Dunnigan. He's not, he's not uh, you know, your buddy Bo. He's Cody Fajardo. He's a really, really good quarterback. He scrambles with his legs. He does what it takes to, to succeed. But he doesn't have – we don't have that uh, the Matt Dunnigan drop back and throw it 714 time, for, for 714 yards a game. We have the intermediate, intermediate offense. And uh, when games are close, that's when, um, that's when we should win. But what happened that second half? <sighs> I, I don't know. I was at the game on the weekend. I, I was at the Ryder game, and I watched the first half, and then I just start, got talking to Belton and Andrew Green, and then just, just and I, I didn't even see what happened. But you can't have – it was just boring too, right? When a game is exciting, it grabs you and it makes you watch. It was just, it, it was just a boring game. It was, it was dry. It was intermediate passes that were being dropped, and the, the Riders are running their offense, the same offense they've run all year where they, where they pull that guard and they run, but they just weren't executing. The, 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 everyone wants Jason Moss gone. I think he's the saving grace of this whole team. I think he's the guy that's calling the plays to put the players in, in, in a position to succeed, and that's what you want from your coaches. Now it's up to the players to come the rest of the way. I'm making a note. A oh, quote. Uh -oh. I think Jason Moss is the saving grace of the whole team. I'm making, all, the, all the coaches can, I mean, when your best receiver has, what, four drops? Duke, Duke? I, 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 listen, full disclosure. Let me say this. He, 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 had, a hand, he hey, had a handful of drops. I was at Moraine Lake. It's 12K from Lake Louise, and there's no cell service, and there's no television. That was your first time there? Have you been there? I've been there. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. Whoa. Whoa. So somehow or another, by some sprinkle of Jesus, I got an update on my phone that the Riders were leading 17-4 in the second quarter. That's it, because I didn't watch the game. And I'm like, ah, they should be able to lock this down. I, 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 I mailed it in. Yeah, I mailed it in. Enough. You thought the same thing? Well, no, I didn't think. 
any every not any every CFL game that one team or, or or lots of games in general that a team gets up to a big big early early lead you know kick return and then an interception return and you know it's twenty one nothing or something before anyone looks at it the other team always comes back because of just the human nature just to chill out you know you put the coaches put in the backups the it's not that you're not trying that hard, but it's human nature to kind of lay off a little bit. And, and that's what they did, and you couldn't get it back. The most important person on any team is Mo. And once he's gone Where to the other sidelines. Halftime? I don't even know. When, when I stopped paying attention at 17-3, when I stopped sitting in the stands and I went up to the alumni lounge to go talk to, talk to my buddies. And then what the hell is the score? Uh, you know what? Anytime I'll, I'll put it like that. I'll, I'll, I'll answer the question. I'm sorry. Edit that last part out. We're not live. Are we? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it was a safety. Anytime uh, safeties are a bigger deal than anyone wants to realize. I mean, I'm not talking about safety where, where, where you kneel down in the end zone. Like when you really give up a safety because then the kickoff, you, the kickoff, you're already, the other team's already almost in, in field goal position again. And, and that turnaround of points, that nine-point turnaround is, is, is where it went wrong. You want to find a spot, that's where it was. And where was I? I was, walk, I was in the pill zone by then. I was like, what? Safety? I'm like, was there, what, did the punter kneel down? They're like, no, it was. And then I watched a replay. And, uh, huh. Yeah, that's like See, a stab hey, in the heart. From the viewers, um, Ty Katz guy says, let Dane Evans play. This two-quarterback system isn't working. Tommy Condell needs to go. How is Dane Evans going to get in a rhythm this way? I think I saw Dane Evans as like third in passing in the CFL. I briefly looked at the stats this morning, and I, from a Saskatchewan perspective, things aren't as bad as they think. Uh, I don't think. Casey Jones says, sorry, Abu, you're wrong about Jason Moss. It's called discipline. Sask doesn't have it, and that's on the coaches." From Wayne in Victoria, B.C., Mike, what's your honest opinion on the offensive line? Is the loss of Dan Clark the main yeah, that's problem? The, that's the one I was looking at, yeah. And, and that's why I'm saying people weren't listening. Dan Clark was that glue that held that the junior. Who's, who are the, who, where did the guards play two years ago? In junior football? Yeah. Right, okay. Or in university. Yeah, right. So Dan was telling them what to do. And now you put another junior football player in there and you just got a whole bunch of, I don't know really what's going on. Does Garts making calls? When Dan was in the game, and I played next to Jeremy O'Day. I played next to Brett McDeal. I played against, I didn't know anything what to do. Well, I did, but even when you're wrong, you can be right. If everyone's wrong the same way, um, you, you can have success. You can make a play, yeah. Yeah, but when, when one guy's right and two guys are wrong or when, Five it all guys goes are, to hell. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And that's, the, that, that's the offensive line play, right, as everyone plays it as, as one. Okay, okay. I see there's a lot of fans from all across the CFL uh, watching, and that's why I'm happy that we have a full second hour with Mike Abu Meshrick here. What are you pointing at now? Caleros. Everyone's saying Caleros. Jeremy and Caleros, Caleros, Caleros. Look at your heart. Whoever wrote that, look at your heart. Would you play... Your son, after 48 concussions, would you play him or so would you trade him? are you him? saying Kyle Walters is heartless? Because he brought him in and he completely turned the franchise around. I'm being a, yes. I'm pulling a you. Yes. I'm being a contrarian right now. Yes. How's it feel? Well, the GM is, shouldn't have a heart uh, to, to, to some degree, good right? Point. That's 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 the, I don't mean it like that. Everyone no, should have I know, heart. You I know take the you emotion mean. out of it, right? Yeah. You take the emotions out of it because what emotions, uh, they cost money. <laughs> 
What's interesting to, to here Jews. is fans of other teams writing in. David Asplin in Winnipeg says, has Dickinson lost the locker room? Is Garrett Marino's incident the snowball effect of this turmoil in Sask? I don't know if there's turmoil here. It, it seems like there is, but Abu, I'm watching the Winnipeg game, and we don't have enough time in this segment. I should bring it back next. I'm watching the Calgary-Winnipeg game, and it was awesome. I'm like, Zach Caleros, great guy. Brady Oliveira, clearly a great guy. Rescues dogs in northern Manitoba and disperses them to people, right? Adam Bighill, we know him. Living Hall of Famer. Willie Jessen, Jefferson, love me some Willie. I see Richie Hall in the booth. I'm like, I love Richie. Who's their other? I'm de- like, there's no. Who's their other defensive end? Jeffcoat. Damn, he's good, isn't he's he? He's very good, too. But I'm like, <laughs> don't they don't talk have about any jerks on their team. And we sit here, and you got Duke Williams suspended. You've got Garrett Marino suspended. And I actually put that on Twitter, Mike. I said, yep. there's no jerks on Winnipeg. Bob Irving, Knuckles, responds and says, they're not allowed to be on the team, jerks in Winnipeg. So I, was, I played for Winnipeg five years. I was brought here because I was a jerk. You got to be a little jerk. You got to be a, You got to be everything. You got to be an angel and the devil. You got to be everything at all times. But you got to be at the right place at the right time when it needs to be. We have fans it's time to play. of all CFL teams watching today. So get all your questions out. We'll be right back. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network. And indeed, we're back live in the bunker today. You're watching on Game Plus TV. We're also live streaming on YouTube. And you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Amazon, Google. Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. All right, welcome back. As you can see, we are back in the bunker and everybody's loving it in the rectangle. And a week that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are on a bye. So I'm just going to, some comments from the viewers. Uh, Jessica Moss. It's spelt exactly the same as Jason Moss, but I don't think it's the same person, same family. She's in Weyburn. She says, hey, Rod, how about a shout-out to small-town Sass girl Alexith Ashworth placing second at the Commonwealth Games yesterday for weightlifting. Not too bad for a girl who only started weightlifting seriously during COVID and just got a real coach a few months ago. Consider it done. Way to go, Alexis. Uh, from Brady in Saskatoon, hey, Rod, love to see you back in the bunker. It's just like good old times. Reminds me of your very first shows with a bare desk. The World Junior Canada team is rather underwhelming. Guess that's what you get when all your top players are away in NHL camps. Uh, well, they got Connor Bedard from God's team. That's all they need. So don't worry about that. I, but I get what you're saying. I looked at the roster, and I'm like, who are these guys? It was like Major League. Remember that movie, Major League? Who are these Great guys? Great show. Yeah. <laughs> Great show. Oh, so Unnecessary good. Roughness was a way better. Necessary Roughness. Necessary. Yeah. Metal Shingle Guy writes in on the 902 line, and he says, Elford changed the momentum. Not sure he's what they need back there. He's referring to Friday's uh, Ryder game. What happened? What, what, because, again, I didn't watch the game. He took a single when he shouldn't have, or what, what was the story there? I was already. You weren't paying I was attention walking either. Around. I told you I paid attention for the first quarter and a half. Right. So to and the then other, it was over. Here's one. All these BC fans... And some staff 
took umbrage with a simple headline that I put, Riders let one slip away. Lions backers, lion backers, writing me saying, the riders didn't let it slip away, the lions took it. How would you answer that? Yeah, yes. That's true? They're a good team. They, they, they are a good they team. Are, they are a good team. And um, yeah, they, they, they ran their offense and run their defense and they took it. That's what you're supposed to do. If someone's going to give you something and you take it, Mm-hmm. Sorry, I feel like we're talking in circles there. Yeah. No, it's okay. Janelle on YouTube says, too many head cases who put themselves ahead of the team in Saskatchewan. Dickey's too dismissive, creating a lack of discipline in the locker room. Uh, Terry Carrier on YouTube. In my opinion, there was a culture issue with the riders. Starts at the top, and I don't mean Dickey or O'Day. What, 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 what do teams do? What, what, what can coaches do to reel in the discipline i'm just you tell me I, I i don't i don't i don't know listen i think the fans are really enjoying the fact that you're but, here th- and just stop for a second at least somebody's enjoying it you said you need to what play on the edge or lack of discipline let's get right down to it because your kids are in the back of your car we're driving in calgary and we talked about the game in hamilton that you got kicked out there's a right thing to do always. I'm getting Even to a point. You Ken think- Austin was your coach, and he was a very strict disciplinarian, no? Did he say anything to you about getting sure. kicked out of that game? So I got kicked out of the game because one of their Hamilton DBs was choking Kerry Joseph on the ground right in front of the referee, and the ref didn't do anything. So what would you do? You do something. And that's why I got thrown out of the game. So you came to the defense of so- your teammate. Absolutely. And that's why I mean, like, sometimes you got to be bad and sometimes you got to be good. I don't I have no problem with with getting kicked out of that game. Um, I feel like I did the right thing. Now, what did Austin say to me? It wasn't that game. It was the other other game that I got kicked out of. He said he said in in private in in the locker in his room, he called me into his office. and I thought I was going to get reamed out. And he just said, in the, in the media, I've got to read me out, but you keep playing on the edge. We need you to do that. And I knew that they needed, I knew that's why I was brought here. Like, I'm not, I wasn't a very good technician, but I brought that edge to it. And, uh, How is that read, 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 read Hobson's book. He says, he says the same thing it. too. Yeah. I did read it. Yeah. So, um, so and, and if we go back five weeks ago, before everyone know who, who, what Marino's name was, he was the heart and soul of the defense. Ask Luke the week before now, but to come to his defense now, but there's no room ever for racism, and you know that. And so um, I'm not talking about that, but he was the heart and soul of the defense. He was that nose tackle, that grinder. Remember when we did the show, like what? I guess it was five, ten years ago now, but we needed that nose tackle. After Schultz retired and we didn't have anyone, there was, there was no one in the middle there uh, to play nose tackle, to get dirty, to take on two linemen and a, and a fullback at times. Marino was the guy that was doing that, playing on the edge, bringing that nastiness, that edge to, 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 to the defense. I'm okay to say that because I, I'm not condoning anything else. I'm saying he played well on the edge. And that's and why need, he's on the team. And you need guys like that. And that's that. why he's on the team. That's why he's on the team. Um, from some of the viewers. So, Don, thank you regarding the Mario Alford thing. He says he tried to run out a missed field goal, got tackled at the one. Then on the first play from scrimmage, the running back got sacked. Okay, it was a brain fart. It happens, correct? Yeah, but that's that's that was the 
turning point of the game. Wow. Well, there's a lot of brain farts going on over there. Silverback on YouTube says riders always overrated. Every year they pick out their parade spots early. From Dougal Cameron in Calgary, he's a Stamps fan. He says, Winnipeg's not going to have to play a game until the West Final. They get better every week. Huff and Dave need to find some guys who can catch the ball. Not sure what else is wrong there. Uh, Stamps can't beat Winnipeg, and they're not dealing with it well. There, I said it. (laughs) Blow it up, start all over again. I was like, what is he talking about? Sometimes, you know, like sometimes I'm not paying attention, and then there was a quote will come up, and I'm like, what's he talking about? Calgary's a great team. They don't need to change anything. Winnipeg's a great team, and when they play again in the West Final, you know, maybe the wind will blow sideways. Well, I think the biggest thing coming out of Week 8, save from the furor around here and the world burning that the Riders have lost three in a row, is Bo Levi's comments that, well, I beat that team a thousand times. We beat them a thousand times, we'll beat them when it matters. I'm all for a guy speaking his truth, man. <laughs> I am, but a lot of people don't like that. If Bo's you saying what's on everybody else's mind what's so wrong with that or should he have not said that well that's why i went i mean <clears throat> sometimes you just have to do the cliche answers you know we tried harder they were a better team on the night we'll get them next time instead of we've beat them a thousand times yeah you know what you you know what else you've beaten a thousand times this is this is a family show so we won't go on any further but um yeah what's happened has happened uh, it was a stupid comment but taken right after the game while he was in the heat of the moment, I'm sure. Well, so uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the Stampeders are a tweak away from beating the Bombers. Yeah. I'm not worried. And I don't, hey, I don't think they're worried, but clearly it's under Bo's skin. And that's what we're talking and about. And that's what good today. teams, you know, good teams don't like to lose. It bothers them when they lose. Can I talk about the East for a second? And uh, as we mentioned, we've got... Woodbine Entertainment on the RP show. You yeah. saw that. You grew up at Woodbine. Grew up you around said. the corner. Yeah, I grew up every Saturday. The 163rd running of the Queen's Plate is taking place on Sunday, August 21st, a day full of the best Canadian thoroughbred racing, great fashion, amazing food, and loads of fun. Get your tickets today at woodbine.com or play along with Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app. Available for Android and Apple devices. And I'll say it again, I will probably download Dark Horse, but I had to take it off my phone because I enjoyed it a little too much. It's fun betting on the little ponies. They're cute on the app. It's fun. I think that's the whole idea. I think that's why I grew up there. (laughs) (laughs) Was it your dad or you? Oh, my dad. Your dad loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Thank you, Woodbine. We're so happy to have them back. 163rd running of the Queen's Plate, Sunday August 21st. And the reason I made that segue over to Eastern Canada is let's not forget about them. There's a whole division of football out there. And when the Red Blacks won uh, Abu and they went against, they beat the spread because the Argos were favored by five and a half. I watched the game. Ottawa looked decent. I thought beating Toronto. They looked good. 23-13. Jalen Acklin had a game. And I saw the quote. It wasn't necessarily from La Police, but it was the writer that said, the, Winna- or the uh, Ottawa Red Blacks are back in the playoff race. I'm like, they're one and six. They're two games out of first place, are they not? <laughs> this needs to change. Are we going to talk about changing the CFL? They've got to, yeah, they need one division. Would this be the year? Like, do you ever see that happening in our lifetime? <laughs> Is that a good answer? 
It's a uh, what uh, on the you old have show. To have an opinion. Yeah, but uh, no, and the on the old show, anytime you'd ever ask me if something was happening on the CFL, I'd sing the Mickey Mouse song. M I C K E Y M O U S E. Once they stop acting like you know, big. Once they start being big boys and making big boy decisions, then we can talk about them. But yeah, who knows? Who knows what Mickey and Donald are gonna do? It should be one. It's obvious. It's obvious. It should be one. If there was ever a year. This is it. I don't have anything to say because it's, but, but, it's so but my, obvious. Every year it happens. Every year, the, you know, the East kind of stinks and then the, and the West is dominant. But then the East comes up and by the end of the year, the records all look similar. Well, you're from out there. I've only visited out there. I think one of the arguments against this is, oh, Montrealers wouldn't buy tickets to watch Edmonton come to town for a playoff game. And maybe that's right. Maybe that's the reason why they won't. They want geographical. We'll sell more tickets and the, but if you, Toronto's here but, but than you, Edmonton. You can still have the schedule done the same way, right? Like, you know, the Riders in, in Toronto would only play uh, home and home, but Riders would play um, Winnipeg four times or, or something like that. You mm-hmm. can still play the schedule that way. And playoffs, well, if, if you're making the playoffs, be happy that you have a playoff game, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's it's survival of the fittest. You can't keep having cr- crappy teams play in the Grey Cup and show that show that to the rest hey, of the hey, world. Stacy, watching from Access World Headquarters, Stacy Champagne says, "I agree with going to one di- division. I used to fight it forever, like most CFL people when I was one. But then you get out of the CFL and kind of look at it from a little more open-minded, thirty thousand feet viewpoint, and go, wait a minute, this this has to happen.'" And you wonder why it hasn't happened yet. But to sum this all up, not that he's going anywhere, but I want to get to the bottom of this. For those that say, what's wrong with the riders? Because I don't have an opinion on it. It's either a whole lot of things or it's not any real big thing. What is your answer to that? If you, you want me to pick one thing, it's, it's missing Dan Clark. And that's why I was so sure they were going to bring in Brendan Labatt because they don't have... Um, like, like if Jeremy, when we played, if Jeremy got hurt, Gino was there. If Gino got hurt, I'd like to say that I would have stepped in and started making some calls. We may not have won those games, but, you know, you have that veteran leadership. You have that accountability that, that even when you're wrong, you're, you're, even when you're, sure, when you're wrong, if you're sure, everyone else believes you. I don't, I don't think that they have that. Um, you know, watch pre-snap. The center should be doing this, pointing out and, and doing everything. And now you've got like a bunch of other guys pointing stuff out. I don't care what the guard thinks. The center is the only one that matters, you know, even if he's making the wrong call. That's the guy that should be doing it. And, and, and that being said, even if a rookie is making the right calls, it's a rookie making the calls. You need, you need, you need someone. That's why, again, I was sure they were going to bring in Labatt to kind of take over that, that ownership, that leadership, as it trickles down from there. But there was a rumor they were talking to Brett Jones, and this guy can play center. He was an all-star at Calgary for two years before going to the NFL. Whatever happened there? Again, I'm not on the pulse of the Ryder Nation. I'm not here. Well, you some, are. Some guys give, just, give us the scoop. Some guys just don't want to play football anymore. You know, it's a it's a it's a rough game. Like, hey, Rod, remember remember last weekend when you and I went out and played football in the park? No, we don't. You don't go strap on your shoulder pads and helmet after you're done. It's a rough game. When you're done, you're done, and and uh, your workouts are different. Your diet is different. Everything's different. It's such such right, a so, 
such a hard thing to prepare for. We don't know the deal with Jones, but kind of what you're saying is unless he's going to make a million a year, which he has, he don't want to play for 150 a year. Maybe maybe. He maybe he just doesn't want to play. Maybe he doesn't want to play. Exactly. We'll be back with more. Okay, plus a sports update. So we're having a fantastic CFL discussion, our first edition of the week. Mike Abumeshwick here with us in the bunker where we are this week in the rectangle. We'll be right back. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network. We're also live streaming on YouTube, and we got 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. We're in the bunker. And just ahead of uh, bringing Abu back on, a sports update on this Tuesday. The Toronto Blue Jays begin a nine-game road trip tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays. Toronto's won 12 of their past 15, holding down one of the American League wildcard spots. The one Soto domino has fallen here on MLB trade deadline. Day one, Soto going from the Washington Nationals, along with Josh Bell to the Padres, going the other way to Washington, Mackenzie Gore, Robert Hassel III, C.J. Abrams, outfielder James Wood, and right-handed pitcher Jarlin Susana. So Juan Soto off the board to San Diego. The Cleveland Browns now know how long they'll be without Deshaun Watson, more than four months since Cleveland signed him to a $230 million contract. Watson was suspended six games without pay after an independent arbiter ruled he violated the NFL's personal conduct policy after being accused of sexual misconduct. I think, as we all know by now, Deshaun Watson recently settled 23 of 24 lawsuits filed by women allegedly alleging sexual harassment and assault. That's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Was the suspension long enough? And we haven't really got into it much. What's the result, Clark? What do we got right now? Do we 76% saying it's not long enough. Put me with that. I thought he was gone for the whole year. <laughs> and Seahawks coach Pete Carroll has tested positive for COVID-19. Pete tested positive Sunday. is experiencing mild symptoms and is remaining at home. He's the oldest coach in the NFL at age 71. This sports update for the World Junior Hockey Championship. Edmonton is hosting the world this summer. The World Junior is back from August 9th to the 20th. Purchase your tickets today at HockeyCanada.ca, and we'll see you there. And bring the thrill of the track to your fingertips with Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com, available for Android and Apple devices. As we bring Abu back into the show, and I can attest, you don't have to just bet on the Queen's Plate. You can bet on a lot of races, on a lot of ponies. It's a lot of fun. Hey, speaking of betting, you're one of the biggest fantasy football nerds I know. Nerds. <laughs> nerds! <laughs> <laughs> what do we think? What do we think about the Deshaun Watson suspension? Do you even want to touch it? Uh, you smoke one joint and you're out for the year. You abuse how many other people in six games? Hot take. I don't. I don't get. I don't get the NFL. It's 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 wrong. 
they're wrong. It's wrong. They're, they're, it's, it's, yeah, never mind. I almost said a bad word there. Um, how can you smoke one joint and, and be gone for a year, you know, but, but you can, but that being said, if, if, if he isn't found guilty in court, who are these judges in the NFL that are now more superior than the U.S. court of law? I, 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 I'm totally on the fence on that one. I'm like, either he's guilty or he's not guilty. Either he did it and he needs to be kicked out of the league or he didn't do it and, and, and move on, right? I, I can see where that 24% is coming from. They're wrong, but I can, I can understand that they are more leaning on the legal side of things, saying that, well, if he didn't do it, then he didn't do it. And if you, you and, and, and you can pay someone out, you can be innocent and pay someone out um, just to have them go away. Do I believe that? No, I don't believe that. But um, it's, it's very Cleveland Brown things to, to do to sign Deshaun Watson. And, and, and hey. no, no one, in my opinion, no one should have signed him. And he should have just went off and. They're jumping up and down him. in Cleveland that it's only six games. They're like, we'll get through this. But they're, they're still going to be terrible. Um, from Pinks, he says, if Biden and Carol can beat COVID, we're good. <laughs> That's one uh, thing I won't talk Back to the CFL thing. From BW, remind me where you're at, BW. I think Toronto. He says, CFL will change when Rogers and Bell walk away from the Argos. Then they move to Moncton, to which Jesus starts as a wide receiver. Oh, yeah, he's at Edmonton, BW. Because he can walk on water. Hashtag squirrel moment. You lost me there, but you have to understand, moving the Argos to the Maritimes doesn't fix any problems, really, because you still got nine teams and you have this imbalanced schedule. Well, it seems like it was only two weeks since I saw you and we watched Touchdown Atlantic together. It seems like a lot That's longer. Not, I mean, does the, it feel the, seem like longer? The CFL's problem isn't that it has nine instead of ten teams. That's one of the problems. That's not even close. It's it's that it. it it's not run like a like a professional business at times you know there's 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 people well bell rogers the argos they've been at a loss it's a place to lose money so owners buy teams so that they can lose money they pay their wives or their their husbands you know five hundred thousand dollars a year and then claim a loss of four hundred and eighty thousand dollars well, it, it, it's like a toilet where people just go and use the toilet and, and, and for for their own personal good. And and once that stops, then then the league will be real. Um, the league really needs to start uh, marketing its players because you said fantasy football. I don't care what team Deshaun Watson's or I mean, I picked the bad guy. You know, uh, you know, I don't care what team Tom Brady's on, but. I'm a Tom Brady's fan. If he moves to this team, I'm buying that jersey. And if he moves to that team, I'm buying that right. jersey. Uh, from CD, watching in Hamilton, Ty Cats fan says, you get a bigger suspension if your football is slightly deflated. Well, and let's point out, if you, I haven't done as much research on this as I'd like because I was unplugged for four days, but this was not the NFL that suspended him for six games. It was an independent arbiter. The NFL wanted him gone for a year with an open-ended suspension. That was at least, that was the NFL. I'm not uh, saying that you said anything wrong, but I'm saying this is not an NFL thing. 
It was the independent arbiter. So it's highly confusing. And I think the question is simply this, was it long enough? And everybody can agree that it was not long enough. But I don't know why would you would appeal it if you're Deshaun Watson. You should be happy that it was only six games. Isn't, I, think he was I thought that would, was the appeal. That wasn't the appeal. No, I thought, no, oh, I thought he was done for a year. This is the first suspension, six games. Oh, so he's going to appeal it and miss none. There's a chance. Okay, so it's better to abuse, anyways, allegedly abuse people than to smoke a joint. Yeah. For your cataracts. Um, and by the way, um, just on the CFL thing, and what, you want, you want to stay to the end of the show or are you done? Sure, I thought you were going to say on the smoking a joint thing. <laughs> you want to smoke a joint? Uh, yeah, you wouldn't hear that coming from my mouth. But just on the CFL thing, uh, yeah, so they got a lot of issues. We'd like to see the playoffs realigned one through six, which should happen, but we don't think that it will. I'm watching the games, the ones that I did watch on the weekend, and the announcers are saying it's a packed house. And I'm like, no, it's not. Suitor. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like there's a narrative here. The house is burning. No, it's not. No, it's not. Why is no, no, the su- house is burning. Get out. It's on fire. No, it's not. Everything's fine. I'm getting that a lot. Why is this year any different than any other year? Why is this year the house on fire rather than Because uh, I think it years? actually is. B- b- right. But what is different this year than, than in previous years? That's a good question. We'll talk about that more when we come back for one final segment on a Taco Time viewer takeover. Taco Tuesday is here. Or is... Tell Moose we don't need him. Abu's going to stay. Is that all right? Sure. We got him, guys? Yeah, we'll be right back with overtime after this on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and, of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Mm-hmm. And Mike Abumetric is here, 10-year CFL or Great Cup champion, and he'll remind you that he's won more Great Cups than Muhammad Ali. That's right. It's a true story. It is true. It's uh, in the Farmer's Almanac. Yeah. The we got a lot of comments have come in here. Jack from Vulcan, Alberta. Abu is right, and Rod, we've discussed the fact that the CFL has it upside down. Market your players. Touchdown Atlantic, the commission talking the talk is great when investors and the mayor say no. Um, Navy Don says, I wish that Randy would be more truthful. Uh, it slipped off the screen here. Let's go to the 902 text line. From Norm Fong, the Hall of Fame, Ooh. yes, equipment manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Rod, please ask Mike Uh-oh. if he feels that part of the O-line problems might be the O-line coach. Seems like the same line the last couple of years with little to no improvement. Signed, Fongo. Well, if Norm says it's the coach, then it's the coach. <laughs> yeah, who might I say that? Um... You can only make chicken salad with chicken meat, right? Is that the saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the interior three, you know, what they're the they're in their third year at, at, at most. It's just not enough experience. Not a, not a, uh, 
just not enough experience online, just not enough game time seeing different looks. And uh, I mean, I, I, you know me, I have all the respect for youth sport and, and junior football in Canada, and it's getting a lot better, but it's not playing at, you know, USC in front of 80,000 people against, you know, another 320 pound nose tackle. I mean, those are the experiences that we want in, inside and um, we just don't have it. Are they good players? Yeah. Are they going to grow into great players? Yeah. Just we don't have the experience. on. Uh, 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 I mean, I'm talking about the interior three. We want to talk about um, number 51 at right, right, right tackle. I mean... He's, he's a liability. We need better offensive linemen. We need better tackles. We need better guards. We need a better center. I'm just sprinkling in comments from the viewers from Steve Buyaki watching in Esther Hazy Sask. He says, morning. I'm tuning in late, Rod. What happened to the desk? Nothing's on it. Ready for another great week of sports talk from the best damn sports show ever. Well, you did tune in late. So the deal is we got here. We're back in the bunker for the first time in like a year almost. And the boys cleaned it all up. We're actually in a different studio. Were you lost getting in here, Abu? Did you have any problem finding yourself? I was warned. You were warned to come early and you still were late. Well, that's why I was late because I was so early. (laughs) Right. So I said, boys, this looks a little naked here. So they scrambled to grab a DeLorean and a Seahawks helmet, and some coffee mugs, and a Vladdy Clark's figurine, an Ilya Kovalchuk bobblehead. You can't find these in stores. We'll get you some more junk to, for tomorrow. Yeah, can you so wait by the end of the week? This table, this desk yeah. will be tipping over. Yeah. So <clears throat> we covered Deshaun Watson. We can, whatever else, folks, fire. We don't have moose here. Uh, we could have, but I said Abu's going to stay for the final segment to answer your questions. He's a good guy like that, so fire them at him. What else? Is the season over for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Because that's the sense that I'm getting. Well, I, I, mean, the, the, I mean, the Bombers and the Stamps are one and two in the entire league. Now, who's, who's third? BC? It's looking that way. All right, so now who's fourth? <laughs> you know, is it the Riders or at the Argos? It was a Hamilton. So if, it, if it, the Riders could be the sixth or seventh. We're definitely not the best. We're definitely not the third. So, I mean, the, the best case scenario is the Riders are fourth right now. That, that's, what the, that's what they got to hold on to. They just got to bring it all together. Um, again, I don't think it was one thing that's really bad. You, you, you said it was Dan Clark. And if I'm going to point out one thing, that was be, would be it, missing him. Can they still bring it around? Can they still bring it back together? Absolutely. Uh, bye week's a great time to. I'd rather be going into a bye week losing three in a row than winning three in a row. Uh, sorry, that didn't come out right. Obviously, you want to win further, but take a break. But, you don't. Yeah. You would want to keep the momentum going, right? And then now, case. great because, like I said earlier, Mo is the most important person on any team, and Mo has momentum. Momentum hasn't been on the rider side for for weeks and weeks now. So, go home, everyone. Get a you know, wash your shirt, watch your underwear. Wash your privates and come well, back clean slate. <clears throat> we might have to do this again. Uh, a well-placed cuss says, hey, Rod, what was Mike's favorite memory from being a rough rider? Go Riders. Winning the Great Cup. Yeah, 2007 Great Cup. That was easy. Um, uh, this is how times have changed. And I said this on this podcast I was on last night. I see Cody Fajardo telling the world that the riders were in a bye week and he's going home to whether it's Nevada, Nevada or California to be with his pregnant wife. And I remember for years and years and years, these fans would be, 
Who the hell is he to go home? He should be here watching video, meeting with his coaches, having his receivers over for sandwiches. Practice every day. Right. Times, are, time, times time, are different now. Or unless, I'm, unless I've missed that, but I'm not hearing that from anybody. No, that's the, I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, well, uh, Kyle, um, uh, Arizona quarterback, he's getting a lot of heat for, uh, he just signed a big deal, and they say that he doesn't watch enough film. I tell you, I wa- my first two years in the league, I watched so much film that I talked myself into things that weren't there. A guy, Joe Fleming would have his feet like this, and if he had his feet like this, then he was rip swimming you outside or, or swat swimming you outside. And if, if he had his feet like this, then he was coming inside. The, before the play, I was looking at his feet and sitting on his moves, and I was getting destroyed by watching too much film because I was overplaying what the film was telling me, and then Joe would just do the opposite. Just play true. Play, Last minute play of play true. in the RP show. Um, from Randy in Winnipeg says, you need a stampede belt buckle for the desk and a three-peat bomber helmet. I saw a nice belt buckle yesterday. Had a fox on it. Um, I have a stampede bell, if that counts. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's going to get a lot of heat around these parts. Well, I can't use a green bell. It won't show up here on the oh, green screen. Right. So, yeah. oh. um, Hey, <clears throat> nice seeing you, Abu. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Great, uh, great to have you back. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Wonderful. Uh, Ryan Murray, a big shout-out to him. Thanks for you for coming down to Ryan Murray, the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. The Stanley Cup will be in White City, Sask, Thursday, 1 to 3.30 at the rink. Come on down and get your picture taken with it. And for the rest of you, we'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.